Greetings fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast Into the Darkness where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is The Two-Headed Serpent. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, Paul Fricker, and Scott Dorward with editing by Mike Mason. It's available from the Chaosium website. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson and this is episode 38. Now for the recap. You're listening to WITV Radio. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew? Right, thank you very much, Tom. So, originally I planned for tonight would be a nice little uh, transition between you guys having arrived back at New York and then making your way to Calcutta. And then after looking at the various, uh, your group looking at the various logistics of doing so, it seems like you're gonna have a little bit more time in New York. And six hours of emails later, Stuff is happening. So we're, uh, we're going to have a, we'll 
what might be most of the session in New York and then head to uh, Calcutta towards the end. But there's a, few, there's a few things that go down. So after you've arrived back at Odds Laboratory, you've seen the newspaper article that's, gone, um, that's been kind of put out over the wire, complete with all its many spelling mistakes and, gra and grammatical errors. And it's arrived in the New York newspapers and Zoe's showing it to you that the Cobra Crown is going to be going on display at the, um, in a museum in Calcutta. Um, you've got a bit of time to work out how you're going to get there. Now, even mundane transport is going to take the best, we're going to take weeks to get there. So I think uh, we'll start with um, Odd, I think has a plan yeah. of how to get there. All right. Well, first, uh, a question. Can we figure out when Meetham and, and his cronies left to get to Calcutta? You... If you go back to the Caduceus building, um, the, it, the building is still standing. It's just that there's large parts of it that are wrecked. It hasn't collapsed, collapsed in on itself. Because while there was a lot of explosives that went off there, it's not enough to dem uh, demolish the building. So um, having a word with the likes of Connors, uh, who's still there as the quartermaster, um, he can inform you that Canning and an entourage, or rather Medium and an entourage, including Canning, uh, left four days ago. Four days ago. All right. That's really all that I wanted to know. Mm -hmm. I have an interesting idea. I want to see if I can link together at least three of our gravity pods and build a shell around it so that we can comfortably seat all of us and fly all the way to Calcutta. By my calculations, at 300 miles an hour and maybe with a, a stop in Spain along the way, we should be able to get there in just under 26 or 27 hours. Mm -hmm. So we'll definitely need a stop along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but a uh, little place that serves tapas in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're going to try to be a uh, covert because I don't want anybody seeing my, uh, my flying machine. Um, it's fairly saucer shaped. I, I, you know, it, it might stand out a bit because it's bigger than your average little uh, pod. But uh, if we fly at night, if we fly carefully, if we, uh, we should be able to easily go up above the clouds. Mm -hmm. um, we should be able to get there fairly quickly and fairly. So we've got time. Meetham might not even be there yet by the time we arrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, um, the thing that I would love, if this was set in the 50s and you failed a piloting role, I know you would just, you'd have to crash outside Roswell. That would be the only place where it would be. Well, we could land in the middle of a road someplace to make repairs. Mm -hmm. know. I'm wondering if we all need um, uniforms. You know, if we all dress in the same colors or something. No? I think, I think of some a purple logo. snake person getting out of a pod to do something with a... We'll just think you're a little green man from Mars. Tell them that we're amigos and it's fine. Anyway, that's what I'm going to be working on for the next couple of weeks. Even if it takes me two weeks, we should still be able to get there before me. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right, so that's going to be uh, that's going to tie you up for uh, for a while, but you can still obviously get involved with other bits. You're not going to be working. Sure. Every every single working hour of every day, I mean, you've got you've got Zoe to help out as well. Now, you've also got Audrey 
otherwise affectionately known as uh, Angel's mum, uh, who is still staying at the uh, the secret lab in Queens. So she is staying around there for uh, for a fair while. She's not really going outside. She's still pretty um, pretty upset about everything that she was told at the end of the last session. So that's going to be um, her grieving period. Now, after everyone's back, um, I think there's a good few of you that are just almost like scattering and going out and doing various things. So the first the first day that you're there, um, Zoe's doing a lot of phone calls ordering pieces of equipment and seeing if she can source the various bits that would make uh, pieces that would make the saucer. So that's going to be a lot of what she does. Um, Gerhardt goes out on, uh, pretty much goes straight out on the town with the two, uh, the two French uh, acquaintances you have. So the cryptozoologist and the big game hunter. Uh, they, after you end up going to the, uh, the store to pick up your bits and pieces, uh, they are quite happy to get a hotel room uh, somewhere and then start to make arrangements for heading back to France. They're, um, they do say that the, pa the pace of life that you lead is remarkably fast for them and that uh, they would quite happily like to go back to their dinosaurs and their, uh, and their books rather than have to worry about magic, aliens and such. But maybe at some point when, uh, when things quieten down they would like to talk to you in more, in more depth. Excellent. Mm -hmm. I sent you a message. <laughs> Give me a charm roll. Yes, I don't have much of this thing. Oh, twenty-five out of twenty-five. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> funny you should mention that. Um, yeah, you go back to a. Uh, exactly. What you go back to their hotel. And yeah, you probably don't get back towards place until the night after. Yes, Gerhard. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> Didn't even need a bonus dice for a drawing on your large uh, crypto knowledge in Cthulhu Mythology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Uh, also, speaking of people going out for a while, um, Connor and Gabe head out fairly quickly from the, uh, from the warehouse as well. Although they're back remarkably faster than, uh, than Gerhard. <laughs> And Connor, uh, not Connor, uh, the good doctor, pretty much you're heading over to uh, get your equipment and then get, uh, get working on a lot of complicated chemical, uh, chemical work and or oh, ph yeah. pharmacy work, shall we say. Oh, yes, quite a bit so. But not before I make place my calls to my colleagues in London, New York and Paris. I want to go over in great detail the... Uh, the uh, this disease, this caduceus that could spread and, um, and uh, go through what it does and then possible solutions or vaccines for it. I want to get this out there. Watch uh, sure. it now. What cover story or what explanation are you giving? Or are you telling them the truth and saying, these snake people that want to make humanity into a servant race nope. are going to deploy this, uh, this disease? No. Um, it, um, it's uh, I've got it from an anonymous source that I that I deem to be relatively reliable, and this is something they should at least keep on their radar. I want to put it out there, but I don't want to start causing uh, uh, too much of a stir. Mm -hmm. Okay, give me give me a persuade roll. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right, 
can't be a medicine. Can it? Can I? Can I shroud it with some chemistry and medicine mixed in? <laughs> oh, that that means at least you know what you're talking about. It's oh, mainly the it's the I, story behind it. I really fail. I don't <laughs> persuade much. Okay, no, look, lots of people are receptive um, on the line to you. They definitely they take down the notes. They do ask you to repeat a couple of bits, and they run it past you, making sure double it to make sure they've got got it down definitely as you said so, but. You kind of get the impression that it's maybe they aren't taking the threat as seriously as you want them to, but they are. They have at least acknowledged what you've said. Do do I get a sense of that, or am I clueless to that? Uh, you're not. You're not clueless to it. It's just you really because the way they're saying it, it's not like they're jumping into action and saying we're going to get tons of this vaccine ready. We're going to get it ready for distribution. So I yeah. add to it. Now this may seem far fetched, and I understand that it. it it does sound that way, but just do the math. Run the numbers on what this can do through chemical analysis and break it down. So theoretically, this could be a threat. Just do the math. Don't have to listen to the story. Okay, well, that, that does indeed sound like a pushed roll, so you can give me another no. another persuade check. Oh, no. Remember, so you can't spend luck on the push. This will really break then if I fail that. I wasn't really quite intending to push it. My persuade's really low. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, it's not a horrible fail. <laughs> okay, it's... but again, you, yeah, you get the, um, they kind of reiterate the message. Yeah, we, we heard you the first time. Right. We've, got, we've got all this down. We'll, we'll be in touch if anything, uh, if we get any signs of this thing being over here. So don't, right. don't call us, we'll, we'll call you. Okay, all right, all right. All those great years of working together. Tell you. Well, screw yeah, them. I'm on to my research and in, in working on um, some a couple new serums I'm going to work on. Gosh darn it. And I yeah, dive so in. You head, you head back to your pharmacy grumbling like Muttley all the way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right and after that then uh magnus i think after a while is one of the few people left back at the uh back at the lab and probably if anyone's like zoe or odd is wandering around or even the good doc looking over his shoulder might notice that they magnus goes to have a word with audrey at one point and you know, off in the kitchen on their own he's probably there for about an hour or so yeah um <laughs> And I'll probably tell her at some point when she feels up to it, um, we'll go have um, like a bit of a... We'll go and put a tombstone somewhere for Angel and kind of have a bit of a, you know, a, a proper goodbye and stuff for him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you've got... In fact, let's see how, uh, how long you've got. Uh, Odd, do you want to roll me a d6 plus six? <clears throat> You're muted. I, I can see the lips moving. Eight. Eight total. Yeah. Okay. That is how many full days you think this is going to take to get mm. everything uh, everything ready. So you're going to be leaving in a little over a week. Okay. Well, you see total. So 24-hour days. Um, say I work 12 hours. Well, 
Yeah, this is a combination of you and Zoe kind of working right. not right. quite round the clock, but as close as it you know, as close as you can to it. All right. Well, then we're right, way so, ahead. so that's the first day gone. After that, um, well, if Magnus wants to bring it up to everyone, when, when Gerhardt eventually shows up to the uh, uh, to the lab the next day, or next afternoon maybe. Um, do you want to arrange? Uh, do you want to gather people together and arrange when you want to do a little service, or how do you want to play that? Uh, I'll probably just let everyone know that me and Audrey are gonna possibly um, go somewhere like I don't know somewhere maybe overlooking the ocean a bit. Might be a bit out of New York. Audrey's probably a bit too busy for that, but it's a it's. I mean, it's. I don't know how people feel about it. If they want to come, they're more than welcome to. But. Yeah, it's just it's me and Audrey feel like we want to say goodbye properly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I just need a day or so before I'm free. Sure. It sounds like Audrey's gonna be working away for a while, so. Yeah, but I can have I I can have uh, so we work while I. Uh, I, I mean, I, of course, we gotta get up with something together. Um, oh, no, you know, I was sitting here thinking. Should we um, contact somebody? Should we tell the government? Maybe the United Nations that something's going on? What's the United Nations? Yeah, I don't think they're oh, around the League of Nations. We don't, uh, we don't know who we can trust right now is the problem. I don't. Yeah, but if we, if we get the information out to a bunch of people, then it's going to throw some... It might it might actually provoke an attack faster than we could be ready for it. And it'll put eyes on us when we go to intercept. Mm. <sighs> Just afraid what happens if something really bad happens and then they find out that we all knew. I think if anything like that bad happens, I think everybody's dead or enslaved, so I don't think it matters too much. Yeah. But what if they're not? That's true. Yeah. What if nothing that bad happens, but I don't know. Then I don't think don't it mean, really cares. I mean, how they would they chase don't it back know, to us? Hurt them. Yeah. I mean, everybody on the planet is asleep. They don't realize we're a dream of the blind idiot god. They don't know about Nyarlathotep. They don't know about any of these elder gods. You know, we're like toys to them. And they happily read their newspaper and drink their coffee and go to work and beat their dog. Yeah, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about preparing for a, an attack of gigantic mosquitoes with a disease. I mean, people could get flamethrowers. You're going to cause more panic than it's worth. You're going to get, we are going to stop this, end of story. And you're going to panic the, the, the sleeping children. There's no need to, to, to wake them. No, I don't know. I've done my best to alert my uh, colleagues in the healthcare and medical industry uh, of the disease and how to treat it. So at least the word is out and about. How, how do they take it? Um, they seem to think the, the reasoning for it coming out is a little bit far-fetched. However, they have the information and uh, if they do look at it, 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 is, a, it is a threat. So. At least they have the information. I mean, we could use Gerhardt to convince people. He's got magic. Oh, I'm working on something that will allow me to just 
push my will onto people. But Adi, you're gay. You're gonna, and I need to work a, little, a couple more days on this book, but there's this thing called an elder side. And if we place it on your gates, no elder creatures or, or nefarious gods can follow us through the gate. Only us. You? Okay, well, to be perfectly honest, I never even imagined that a nefarious god could follow us through. Or their minions. My gate. I don't okay. know if the meters well. fall into the category of a minion. They're minions of either uh, Katanathoa or or Yith, and maybe it'll keep them from following us through. If I'd be careful with that, though, uh, Gerhard, because if you if you block it off from the minions, don't forget that you and Connor are literally blessed by one of them, and Connor is technically going to be more minion than he is human right now. So if you put that on it it may stop him from fucking using it at all. I don't think Which minion means... is the right word. But he does have a point there. And I look over my shoulder for a second and back. Good call. Right. Well, if it meant saving the world, I'd sacrifice Kana, wouldn't you? Oh, I mean, if it, if it meant saving me, I would sacrifice all of you. We know. We know. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I'm going to go back to the hotel for a day or two. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? No, no. They're, <laughs> they're flown home. Um, oh. <laughs> I need to, and then I spin my staff in my hand, and you see it's made out of uh, human thigh bone with ornate inlaid silver and um, reinforced with a spike on the end. Jesus Christ. I need to... Um, play with my new toy on on the note on the timeline on that because uh, that takes a week for you to have that completely ready you're, you're showing off a work in progress at that point right yeah. but it takes a week for the spell or a week to create the item because i had oh. the item created while i was gone it's it's combination of both you need to cast it over it while you're creating it okay mm -hmm. so i'll be back in a week guys well, eight days. I have something to do after that. All right. When you uh, um, well come back, if you can get back a bit early, we'll go do the thing for Angel before uh, we leave. Wanna, can I take a break from that and go to the the wake? And I right, okay. so let you know. Call. Yeah. I'm in room thirteen thirteen at the yeah. Bakersfield Hotel. Bakersfield Hotel thirteen. Okay. All right. I'll uh, I'll give you a call when we're we're all set up and ready. And I'm gonna clean. I remember that little um. Uh, I'll tell you about that after I do it. Remember the guy that 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 uh, abandoned building with all the junkies hanging around it? Yeah. I'm gonna clean up the neighborhood. Okay. Are you taking mittens with you? Do I need to feed him? Here. Um, I think she would. Uh, if mittens should come because I need some eyes while I'm not while I'm all in. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. No worries. So you might be careful. Take, gonna take the cat. All right. Right. I, I think the the, ne the next thing probably on the list then, unless anyone else has got anything between now and then, will be the wake. Yeah. So during uh, in that time, I'll I'll go check on Master Fang, and um, the family of the sailor who I met when I you know way back then, and check mm -hmm. on them and just do some follow ups and stuff, and you know what, kind of a little bit of what we discussed, um, and obviously working with the doc, 
Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we're ready for the week. Gotcha. All right, so where, where do you want to hold it? As I said, probably somewhere like maybe overlooking the, 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 the ocean a little bit. Um, and I would have maybe ordered some kind of um, uh, tombstone set up and I'll take his bowler hat with me uh, without the snake head. Um, I've got that. Yeah, Long Island would be a good place. Um, probably, you know. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about a cemetery or are you talking about... Probably not a cemetery. Like, I'd probably, like off the beaten track a little bit, like, you know. But you got a tombstone. Yeah. More probably what I'll, because I would have gone out earlier and, and like. Placard. Like yeah, the, yeah, placard and, you know, put some cement down and stuff so I can make sure it's stuck in there and, you know. Hmm. Oh, you're, you're organizing it, so I'm cool with that. So we'll take everyone out to, to Long Island and um, uh, get there and, and I would have put the plaque out and probably it'll be nice, like it'll come in nice twilight kind of time. Um, mm-hmm. We'll take a few moments to kind of, you know, to remember him and then uh, I'll ask if anyone wants to, would like to say a few words. I'm not sure that Words can fill or adequately describe the uh, the way we feel on the inside about Angel. Yeah. He, he was instrumental to us in the beginning. And he, he, uh, he saved us in many more ways than we are aware of. Mm. He literally gave his life to make sure we're all here today. I walk over to the stone and I kind of kneel down and I whisper, I'm going to put your your father in the fucking grave for you and I'll probably be seeing you soon, buddy. And I pass the thing and I get back up. I put my hat back on and I walk to the the edge of the thing. Go. If I get a sense that no one else wants to speak... Um, I'll, uh, <clears throat> of all the money that e'er I had, I spent it in good company, and all the harm I've ever done. Alas, it was to none but me. And all I've done for want of wit, to memory now I can't recall. So fails me the parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all. And Gerhardt goes into his thing, pulls out uh, his favorite uh, whiskey, 
and he goes, my first and only ever drink to you. And he takes a small sip and passes it. I'll take a swig of that. Okay. Pass it on. Now let's go save the world. And I'm going to leave the bowler hat with the, with the, the plaque as well. Yep. As the, uh, the sun sets, lighting, lighting it up and casting a long shadow, the five of you then head off, leaving the, the headstone on its own. Okay, a few more days pass. So Odd and Zoe still at work on on the saucer, making good progress. Everything's going everything's going fine there. There's a couple of things about making it a bit more comfortable, getting seats in the right position, getting uh, getting straps in there because it's still going to be quite a force when you go forward at that uh, that right. speed. So there's there's little things to work out, but it's all taken into account in the amount of time that it takes from start to finish. Gotta figure out um, a way we can go to the bathroom for. It's going to be a 10-hour trip to mm-hmm. Spain. Well, there's, uh, there's a couple of uh, somewhat, what's the best word for it? Um, not particularly private options that you can explore. Uh, mm-hmm. Bedpans or the equivalent thereof, if you really wanted to go, uh, go down that route. But yeah, that's, again, little things like that to consider. Just open a window. By 300 miles an hour, you don't want wind burn on your willy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about yeah, it. I'll figure out something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a concern for me anymore, Gerhard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he only, has to, he only has to do it like once a month or so. All right. Now, there's a few things that happen uh, in between sort of now and about a week is when the, uh, the first kind of milestone event, real our major event happens. Um, Connor's gone for a couple of nights uh, out and about, goes out with Gabe every so often. Uh, then there's there's a little bit of time when they're away. Uh, Magnus spends a fair bit of time away from the lab as well. Um, comes back in the evenings most uh, most times, though, or sometimes fairly late. Um, the good doctor seems to be glued to uh, his pharmacy work. Uh, yeah, creating some... Yeah, it looks like some kind, some kind of drug or some kind of, uh, some kind of solution anyway, and taking great joy and delight in it. And then, yeah, Gerhardt's off at the hotel for, uh, for pretty much the, the rest of the week. Then, oh, I've got a message. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, if you want to, if the person who sent me that message, if you want to relay that also to the person that you are doing that with, then that, that's fine. that a week rolls round. Um, I'm going to ask for a... Your choice of spot hidden or library use, but I'm going to ask for an extreme success in either case. Anyone that's paying attention to the newspapers? Probably oh, no time for the newspapers. <laughs> yeah, 22%. That's a pass. Okay. I'll... That's a half, yeah, more than a half. Okay. Um, do you want to spend the luck to make it an extreme, or happy with just a half? Well, let's see. I got, I, I got an extreme, oh six. Ah, okay. I didn't even roll because I'm not. I'm in a book, or I'm on the staff. So. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably with the doc most of the time at this point. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this is 
um, for reference, when Gerhardt's going to be coming back to the uh, to the lab after you've done your stuff that you might inform people of. Um, there's a couple of stories then for Connor that uh, that stick out. Uh, one of them is that it takes place not too far from the lab, and maybe as someone mentioned something about there was a uh, something about druggies. There's a story that comes in one of the first. It's not like front page news, but it's definitely towards the front page where it looks like a drug den in Queens in an abandoned warehouse. Um, it's hit the pages because the police have reported that there's been what they're reporting as mass murder, well, not mass murder, but multiple homicide take place there. The fact that there's 10 bodies which are found cut to ribbons um, as if someone had, uh, someone has sliced them up. Um, there's obviously no pictures because they don't want to be that graphic. But the descriptions put it that they are looking for a very disturbed individual. Um, they so think I'll... that it's, yeah, it looks like that it's the work of one person as well. That's the way they're, that's the way they're putting it. With a very odd, odd type of blade, but they don't go into any, um, any details specifically about um, what type of blade it is. But yeah, there's uh, so ten multiple murder took place not too far away from uh, from where you are, and a couple oh. of pages on from that, more concerning probably to Connor, uh, there's a story about that the a local bank um, an out of one of the branches of the Bank of New York that there's been a break uh, that there's been a robbery in the middle of the night, and that there's been various pretty much their safety deposit boxes have been broken open with a rather odd message painted on uh, the wall of the interior of the vault that says, thanks for the assist, and then Rose Meadham underneath. Uh, there's current stories about that they are trying to, uh, that obviously Rose Meadham being the daughter of the industrial or former in pharmaceutical magnate, uh, Joshua Meadham, uh, Joshua Meadham currently has left the, uh, seems to be out of the country and on, um, out of communication and contact following the bombing at the Meadham building. And Rose supposedly died several years ago. So there's, uh, there are questions being raised in the newspapers of is she actually dead? What is this? Is this kind of some kind of smirch? Is it connected with the bombing at the Meadham building? There's uh, various theories that are going off on the, um, in the columns about it. Now, did I see these or just Connor? I think it's only Connor that's seen it because it was an extreme success to, to go right, through the newspapers right. and find it. Well, I need to have a private chat with Gabe. Okay, well, Gabe, Gabe is there, as, as you've uh, stipulated. You allow him out every so often. But he, you've, he's always given you an explanation of where he's gone. He mainly goes down to the local pet store for takeout. So. I, I, I ordered him food. It comes in on a regular <laughs> I'm sure he just gets he just gets peckish every so often, so he does he does go out occasionally. He's growing he's growing serpent person. He needs his food. Mm, that's true. Just gonna have a little chat with him about uh any ties huh? he might have still with the inner night. Um, well, <laughs> he looks a bit shift uh, kind of nervous when you say that. So, uh, he's almost kind of got this look on his face as if he's asking, "Is this a test, boss?" No, but, I'll, uh, I'll point to that newspaper article about the break-in at the vault uh, at the bank. I'm like, you know anything about this? 
no, yeah, his, his jaw doesn't quite hit the deck, but it certainly, it certainly drops. Um, I can put some feelers out and see if there's, see if there anyone, is anyone left? I mean, it depends who, who escaped from Iceland, really, because that was most of the contact I had with them was there. So it might, it might take a little time for me to, to get hold of someone, but I can try. Okay, well, I just want a psych roll to make sure it wasn't him who, uh... You can certainly give me okay. a psych roll, yes. Oh, jeez. I want to spend five points of luck to pass. <laughs> no, you, um, you are pretty sure, because you have put the fear of you into him repeatedly. Yeah. Um, he is not lying. He's definitely not responsible for this. Okay. Just one check. Mm -hmm. Gabe's been a good, good serpent person, so... Mm -hmm. He gets to continue to live. Um, for which he is eternally grateful <laughs> and and also i'll turn back to the other news story about all those murders mm -hmm. and and say it's like don't you hate when you don't get credit for things <laughs> and i'll fold it up and throw mm -hmm. it away mm -hmm. right and it's later uh later that night that, or later, later in the evening, that uh, Gerhardt will come back to the uh, to the lab. I think because I think he says that he's got some uh, something to talk about. I come in whistling, strutting with my cane, all decked out. Hey, Gerhardt, you're looking good, brother. I'm feeling excellent, my friend. Feeling excellent. You're muted. Did you Are you decked that? out like a? Oh, I got a grand wizard. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> new clothes, new, you know. Oh, okay. it does have a, a nice cape on though, mm -hmm. and uh, but this thing is just glinting. And um, everybody, I need to speak with you guys. Um, so I've finished my studies. I've also hopefully made a deal to get Nyarlathotep off my back, finally. The only thing is, when we confront uh, Rose, and I pull out this jagged flame-shaped dagger, and I spin it on my fingers, and I, I put it on the table, and I put my cane down, and I say, I must jab this into her heart. I'm getting big feedback all of a sudden. Um, there it goes, it just stopped. Um, I must stab it into her heart and call Nyarlathotep to take her forever. And he will leave me alone and torment her for eternity. So basically you want us, uh, you, you want us to let you kill Rose. So we want to kill Joshua. We want to kill Rose. I mean, so far I'm fine with all of this. <laughs> we want to let you kill Rose. I have to at this point, I made a deal. All right, well, you, you, you kill Rose, I'll kill Joshua. I'm happy with that. Is there anything we can do to support you, Gerhard, in killing her? Or is this yeah. something you have well in hand? Oh, I mean, I've bumped up on a lot of magic and a lot of power now. I don't know, if, do I look any different? Or do I have any, you know? Yeah, the, now that you mention it, the others can definitely feel that there is something different about him. Um, you know that some people have that kind of force of personality, that they 
they have an aura about them. They kind of have a presence that you know when they walk in a room because they've got they've got this commanding presence. Um, yeah, Gerhardt's got just turned got turned up to eleven and then some. Um, he feel it feels like something that he's just more radiant, that he is more commanding, he is more confident, and yeah, it's it's a noticeable difference. Well, he's been so white and gaunt and uh, and uh, you know tired so long. Now he looks refreshed. I pick up the staff. I say, no one under any circumstances touch this. It's for your benefit. Unless I ask you to throw it to me because I lost it, but please don't touch it. And I put it down, and um, I've learned so much. I can pull some of the horror that you've seen out of your brains and help settle you. I can command simple peasants. Life is good, my friends. Life is very good. And then... He just sits down and he's got a big smile. So, Adi, uh, when are we? Uh, when are we heading off? Soon? Oh, real soon, yeah. Um, why don't I take you out and let you take a look at uh, what I've gotten so far? It's just about ready. Sounds I think good. I wanted to call it the Beowulf. What do you think? The Slayer of Dragons. <laughs> I like it. Okay. No offense, Connor. I'm not taken. <laughs> and I, I, I show it to them. Okay, that's uh, how do you want to describe it? I've seen the uh, say the concept drawings, but it's completely up to you how you want the I mean, thing to look I'll like. Put, I'll put the drawing up. So put the it. put the emoji one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the emoji one. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Um, so it's um. It, it, it's made to be as comfortable as possible. Um, we should be able to store enough food and water so that, you know, it, it's going to be about a, a, a 26, 28-hour trip uh, with a uh, stop in Spain halfway. So that's still a 10 and a 10-hour, 11-hour, 12-hour before we get to stop, mainly because of the Pacific Ocean. Uh, but I've tried to make it as aerodynamic as possible so that it can go in any direction. And uh, um, I'm, I'm, I, I have no way to test it at the moment, but I'm thinking that it should still be able to make the, the total speed of uh, the, uh, the regular pods with three of them attached. Uh, so it's not going to be great. It's not going to be super comfortable, but it's going to be comfortable enough to get us there faster than anything else. This is magnificent, Audi, in just a mere short eight days. Um, um, so we bring the champagne. Let's, uh, let's yeah, christen, it. christen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I christen it and it falls into pieces. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Give me a luck roll, just be on the safe side. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 33. <laughs> it, it does not screw anything up. You, you have a wonderful bottle of champagne, which is now all over the, the lab floor. That was a Chateau de Pop. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. It's even better luck. There we go. Right. It's that time then, as you are 
pretty much now about to set off. Is there anything anyone wants to do in the last day before you go? Uh, this is your chance to get any specific equipment in mind. And also to tell me where you're going when you reach Calcutta, because it's a big city. I think um, we should find a place. Well, we'll have to kind of scout it when we get there. We'll try to get a, a place in the outskirts where we can hide um, the Beowulf. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any way to cloak it. That's too bad, but you know. Um, yeah. Gerhard? Oh, I wanted to study some more Hindi. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's certainly no problem. Um, give me your int roll for your linguist. Well, I have Hindi already, so I don't know if I can only skill up on it or if I, because I have insane recall, does that... Gotcha. Um, if you're reading up on it, I'll give you a D, an extra D10 on it. All right, because I have um, a, a 27 in Hindi already. Mm -hmm. Six points more. Yeah, that's no problem. I just wanted to know if uh, the doc and I, if um, one, if there's been any side effects from the last... Uh, intake of making me not a serpent and uh, if there's any effects from I'm supposing we've done some tests of his new project oh yes I I very very uh, uh, curious there this is looks good and, and if this works it's a sort of a, tr a strength serum for everybody perhaps uh, I could if I have a little more time I might be able to work uh, for doses for another person here so I've been probably eating the, 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 the vitamins or whatever for the last eight days for mm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner as well to make sure I can... Yeah, take it, taking a vitamin supplement with each, with each meal. Yeah, this black ecker smoothie. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm not much of a fighter, so I'm not that interested in that, but I'm on to the teeth. We've got mm -hmm. our flame guns, we've got our lightning guns, we've got our... I've got a Faraday cage on, and I can mm -hmm. shock people if I touch them. Any of the laser staffs you're taking with you? I'm yeah, we'll take I've probably got two, like, across my back. And, uh, and I've got my, uh, I've set it up so that I've still got my gate box. Yeah. Where are you, I presume you're taking one of them. Where are you leaving the other one? I'll leave the other one in the lab. Okay, so it'll take you straight back to New York then, if you right. uh, if you need to boogie out of town quick. Um, and if, if we've got one more night left, if we've got one more night left and mm -hmm. they've finished working on the Beowulf, I would like to take Zoe out on a date. <laughs> Look at the stunned horror. Um, <laughs> rather, I'm going to leave one box in the ship and take Okay. One. So that we go gotcha. back to the ship. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you could all end up back in New York and then go, ah, crap! We left the uh, the saucer in India. Ship. Audi, yeah. uh, did 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 you? As far as these lovely, what did you call them? The Snazer guns. Uh, can you fully recharge this thing? I'm only I'm down to four shots on this. Well, I, I think that it recharges itself. It should. Oh, wonderful! It takes well, a little time, it. but it it will. If you shake oh. it. Excellent. Oh, sake it. That's what I needed to do. <laughs> um, if I could try to make another batch 
for uh, maybe perhaps instead of Magnus, I'll maybe for Connor or Gerhard. Would, would I have a little time left to make a roll for either of them for another try? Yeah, you, you can spend a day doing another, another batch. So oh. whoever you want to key it to and then make your roll. Yeah. Would uh, either of you like, I'm, I'm, I'm having success. Gerhard, Gerhard put his thumb up. What, what does uh, it do? It gives you um, tremendous strength and physique for all. Non-intoxicating? No, I'm um, gonna take a, the supplement that I've been eating with my meal. Yeah, it, it, would, it would be, uh, there's a, a vial to, um, to have to increase and have the effect take place. And then it either wears out over the course of a few hours or you can take this other vial to bring yourself down. Okay. Basically, what he's saying, uh, Gerhard, is uh, I'm Jekyll. This stuff, you'd meet Hyde. Wow. All right. Okay. Well, this, this seems like, because someone else that doesn't know how this works, um, after the emails we've been bouncing around, you, uh, you start having this supplement in the morning, and then by after you've had another dose around lunchtime, uh, the doc's confident that you've got enough for this thing to interact with in your system so that you don't have the adverse effect that it would have. Ooh, yes. Um, and then you're ready to uh, to see what it does. So he hands you this little vial. You down it in one go? That's what I'm supposed to do? If you want to do it, okay. If you want to do it well, now, am right. I supposed to wait until we... You probably... It's like... <laughs> have you seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yes. Oh, so it's I'll that hide. Oh, oh. I haven't rolled yet. Should I I'll roll? Wait, I'll no. Oh, if, if yeah. this, I thought you'd done that actually. Yeah, I um, do your... something that I needed to have in my system. That's no, no, we we take the supplement so that we can actually oh, handle so. the drug. Okay. Um, but yeah, save save those for when we need the. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this. Oh. <laughs> that sounds good. I might need a little more time on this. <laughs> Cool, he can just take the supplement until he's ready. Mm -hmm. You might want to bring something to read. It's going to be a long trip. Oh, oh yeah. Got... <laughs> Gerhard's got plenty of books. <laughs> we can... yeah. I mean, the, the good doc at this point, if you're not wanting to spend luck on the roll, you can spend another full day of work on it, but that'll be what you do on the trip. So rather oh. than having any like, reading material and such. I will do that because that was a very bad roll. <laughs> you, you realize that batch is definitely not going to be good for Gerhard to take. Okay. It's melting the glass vibe. <laughs> no, no, I don't want this one. No, 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 no. Okay. Yep. Give it a roll. Oh, oh second day. Oh, good. Yes. Ah. Oh, this is so much better. Oh, this can work. I will spin the luck to make it successful. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is going to be combination of what happens on the trip then. The good doc is probably at the back of the saucer, uh, doing again a lot more delicate pharmacy work as you're hurtling along at three hundred miles an hour, yeah. and then uh, gives the vial to Gerhardt to test. Thank you. I will put this away for good keeping. <laughs> you, you, maybe maybe not test it on this airship as we're flying. Right, that's what I mean. Just, mm -hmm. Yeah, just, okay. just I, you know, thank you. I need to use the restroom real quick. I'm so sorry, guys. 
We didn't build a restaurant. Built, yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. The good thing is, gentlemen, if we see any insane horror, it will take me a little time, but I could remove that fear from you guys. Yeah, I don't want you fucking with my head. It'll restore your sanity back to you. I don't know if you—I don't know if you'd be able to remove all the insane horror it's out of just my life. A bit. No, 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 no. Just yeah. for a little while I, to get back on your. Feet. Oh right. I, I was going to say, I'm related to one of them, so. <laughs> the real trick to see is if you could make Connor care. Oh! <laughs> Can you Connor put something care. there that was never About there originally? <laughs> I don't know, Connor. If, if you were about to be killed, would you really care? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> hmm. All right. All right. These are pretty comfy seats on this. Uh... Oh. Uh, uh, question for the keeper: the yep. the uh, the voices that once in a while come in my head—that's been long since removed and remedied, correct? Well, you certainly haven't heard anyone talking around in there for a while. All right, I might I might take you up on that, Gerhard, a little later if, if those horrible voices come back. Excellent. Right, I'm just doing a quick look at the area around Calcutta to get idea of the land lay of the land. So if there's like some countryside maybe a couple of miles or outside mm -hmm. the city, an old temple. Oh yeah, the the, the place is a massive urban sprawl. I mean, this Calcutta is pretty big. Um, to give you an idea of the uh, the population at that time, I know it's... Uh, you know, I had it a minute ago. I'm pretty sure that it's in the six... Um, in the seven figures. Oof. So, you have a lot of people crammed into for that kind of size, a moderately uh, relatively small area. Now, there are around the city, mainly to the east I'm seeing, thicker, more denser patches of woodland that don't look as though they've got much by way of um, habitation there. So that would probably be the best place for you to hide the saucer when you land. Okay. Um, there's there's farmland in various uh, in various bits, but one one area in particular that I can see on the map is pretty dense, uh, dense woodland surrounded by what look to be either lakes or fields. Um, isn't too far away from almost the not quite the centre of the the city. Um, the the city itself is fairly. Not rectangular, but it runs north south with the uh, with the main river flowing through it. This would put you on the eastern side of the river, and not too far away from what would be considered like the downtown area. Uh, a lot of the central parts of the city, like Government House, uh, Fort William, that's all 
go towards the lower section of the city. Um, it extends quite a long way further north than that and does go a little bit further south and off to the east. But that seems to be where the, the heart of Calcutta is, is around Fort William and then the buildings that surround the park that in turn surrounds the fort. So, having landed, where in the city do you want to go to first? Well, um, just, just before, um, I, we've done our best to camouflage the ship with mm -hmm. tree branches and whatever. And it's, and it's keyed so that nobody can get into it without, you know, a handprint or something. Yeah, well, we um, can leave Gabe here to, to guard it. Okay. He can't and run have it. You, also, have you brought mittens along with you as well? That's, uh... okay. Uh, do you want to leave mittens with the, with the ship and Gabe? Uh, no, she might actually be able to, uh, I'm going to keep her in the backpack, and if he or she needs to maybe follow somebody into a shop or something, and okay. she's, she's intelligent, it's not like she's going to run away on me and get lost. Mm -hmm. She knows how to find her way back to the ship, if not. Does she speak well, Kitten Indy? Kindy. Kindy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we need to, um, we need to work out... Uh, where Joshua uh, might be staying, where uh, where Rose might be staying. I don't think Joshua's even here yet. We're here first. Um, we need to find the museum. Everyone can give me an int roll. Pass. Uh, Regular pass. 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 Okay. Uh, one of the pages or papers that Connor liberated from the safe in Needham's <laughs> office had a particular line that was written in it uh, that stated that a room has been booked out for the last couple of months in case Needham arrived in the town or in the city at the Great Eastern Hotel. Right, that's where I'm headed. Oh, I mean, why do we care? Let's oh, just I'm killing him. Yeah, but the crown. Well, no, I'm killing Joshua. Oh no, but I mean, I can go and wait up for him if he's not there or whatever. But I'm, I'm, I'm killing Joshua. That, I gotta angel that much. Um, well, we'll go get the crown then. Okay. I think we should all stick together until we cut. We get the lay of the land. You're... At least we know where he is. We have no yes. idea where the crown is. We need to establish uh, a home base um, yeah. somewhere in the town uh, where we'll all get a place to stay. And then from there uh, we can fan out. So can we find a place, find where this hotel is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it doesn't take too long to find out. This could even be done uh, before you head over there to get the kind of the lay of the land, uh, rather than doing it on the spot. Right. Um, there are a number of hotels in Calcutta that you could stay at. If you're looking for something that's more kind of opulent, uh, more fashionable, it's, it's a bit more it's a bit more expensive, but also has um, with that it does carry decent security. There are really only two hotels that stand out above the rest. The others are, they're not quite dives, but they're, they're certainly not as good a quality. 
Um, the two are the Great Eastern Hotel, the one where um, you know that Meadham has got his room booked. And the other one is the Grand Hotel. Except the, um, as it seems that there is a somewhat irony that the Grand Hotel is not as grand as the Great Eastern Hotel. Um, the Great Eastern Hotel seems to be the, the pinnacle of the hotels in the city. Is it near? Are they near each other? Let me consult them out. In the middle of the city. Uh, I have a feeling that they are in the same kind of area. Uh, K and J. Oh no, they are a little bit. They are a little bit away from each other. Um, most of, like I said, most of the central locations, or at least the the key locations in the city, surround the park, which runs around Fort William. The Great Eastern is on the north side of that park, and the Grand Hotel is on the northeastern side. So, and it's actually the Great the Grand Hotel is closer to the museum. Let's go to the Grand. Okay. Now, it is quite a walk if you're going by foot, but there are plenty of taxis that you can take. Now, as, as you move through um, Calcutta itself, um, you get to take in a bit of the sights that are here. This place is a bustling urban metropolis. It's hot, but there's lots of fragrances in the air. There's um, God, the, aura, the, um, the aroma of spice is never too far away. Uh, there are street vendors which are selling food on, on most street corners. There are beggars without any hands that are, um, that are in various, um, various um, doorways begging for, uh, begging for money. There's street performers, again, that are take, uh, taking money. There are plenty of people moving around on bikes. There's uh, rickshaws carrying around what evidently look like um, the white tourists, because there is quite a um, quite a distinct separation between um, the evidently the more colonial types that have come here uh, that are yeah almost seem to have that kind of touristy vibe to them, and then the locals. There is quite a quite a stark contrast between the um, between the two. Otherwise, it's uh, yeah, it's a bustling. Uh, place. It doesn't take you too long also to notice that probably getting a taxi or some kind of uh, some kind of fast moving vehicle would be uh, would be good because there are lots of pickpockets around here. Um, moving around in the crowd, you might uh, you might suddenly find that people try to end up putting, getting a little too close as if they're trying to reach in and grab something from a pocket. Well, can I just um, at least for my own sake? I just want to look like that I will mess anybody up that tries to well yeah, you, you are, don't even think about a persona of terror <laughs> and <laughs> you have that scary talent for a reason <laughs> yeah you funnily enough they're giving you a wide berth and I mean we have visible guns on us too oh yeah <laughs> mm-hmm there well, is that actually um give. Who has the lowest luck? This is party luck roll oh, time. No. 80, 89. Oh. 62? 82. <laughs> 99. Oh, oh, it's me. Doc's like, I've got 15. No, <laughs> no, I got it. It's a 52. Uh, as long as it's more than 30. <laughs> oh, Jiminy Crickets. 98. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, it's not too long before you draw the attention of the local constabulary then. 
<laughs> so there's uh, there's a, actually a uh, an officer that's walking uh, walking down the street. Uh, got a pith helmet, white uh, white uniform. Uh, who you can see coming towards uh, coming towards you. He kind of almost does a double take when he sees all this weaponry out on display. Um, he comes up in front of you and just holds up a hand. Says, come, uh, come, come here. You, hey, yes, you. Yeah, he, he comes on over. Dominate. What's your command? Friends, you long buddy, my pal. You don't remember me? You he loved me. We 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 split the bottle of wine over at the hotel. And then I'll do it again. Okay. Um, I think probably you're thinking a mental suggestion is probably what the, the effect you want here. Uh, Dominate gives them a command that they follow until the end of the next round. Love. Tell them to go away. <laughs> yeah, you could just say leave and he'll turn around and walk away. All right. <laughs> go. And forget you ever seen me. Okay. Uh, this would be the first time you're using it. So give me a hard pal roll. Not going to be difficult for you now. <laughs> uh, 76 out of 250. Yep. <laughs> or 265. So, yeah, that's going um, to be a hard success. Uh, then it's an opposed power roll against the target. So this following up with a, another, this is your opposed roll now. Mm -hmm. Okay. What degree of success do you have on the opposed? I have hard. Oh, no, another hard. Oh, a roll again? Yeah, because you do the first roll because it's the first yeah. time you cast the spell, but then from uh, always going forward, it's still going to be an opposed power roll against the target. A 52, which is extreme. Okay. I've got 59, which is definitely not an extreme. So uh, that's one magic point, and I was going to say one sanity, but with uh, with you now being mythos-hardened, uh -huh, the, the, the term that Captain Twitch was looking for, yep, he got there. That costs you no san. Wow. So yeah, the um, the constable looks at you somewhat perplexed and then just turns and walks away. <laughs> yeah, and pass, passes you like a ship in the night. So where were we, gentlemen? Going this way. Well, let's get a, we're gonna get a taxi to the hotel. Might need two taxis. Yeah, you could you could fit all of you at a squeeze in one of them, but these are fairly small vehicles. Two would be a lot more comfortable. I want to sit in the front seat with the driver. Okay, you can get a good view of the uh, the traffic passing precariously close to you, and uh, driving down streets where the pedestrians just have quite happily want to walk out in the middle of the road. And uh, you know, it's a small cab, so my staff has to rest gently touching his side. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm in another car. Okay, yeah, good choice. Um, <laughs> I'm not going right, to... Uh, he's going to... After about... After half a minute, he's going to start getting very woozy and very... And very sick. Shift it over. Okay, yeah, you can get another... I'd say by the time you move it, you can probably get another three points uh, on top of that. So he looks slightly more pale than he did before. Yeah, he kind of shakes himself down and... You need yeah, some shy tea, my friend. 
Yeah, oh, definitely. That's some, something came over me then. That was uh, that was very unpleasant. In, in Hindi. Oh, yeah. He replies back and says, "Oh, you you speak uh, you speak Hindi." Mm. I dabble oh. in it. Oh, good. It's nice to uh, nice to uh, to hear though uh, from those from overseas that speak speak the language. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and get you there as uh, get you to the hotel as as quick as I can. I know a good um, I know a good route down by um, how do you pronounce the thing? Uh, Charingi uh, Road that will get will get us up there. It's a good good view as well. It will give you a good. It'll give you a view of the uh, the gardens surrounding Fort William. Just, just make sure the cab that's following us stays with us. Yeah, no problem. Well, well, it'd be difficult I, difficult I to lose. Nice tip. I give him a nice little tip. Yeah, good good tip. Reasonable, more than reasonable. Gotcha. Right. In which case, then, as you are heading up the uh, Charingi Road, this will take you. It's kind of going past the museum and then heading towards the hotel. So at least you get a good view of the museum on the way. You know where it is, and you know how you see you see the front of it and so on. Um, there's nothing outside that really. Like proclaims, hey, we've got the Cobra Crown as a uh, an exhibit. It just looks like it's still regular exhibits which are on uh, which are on show there. They're not making a big deal of anything, it seems. Um, although, as you are coming close to the hotel, about probably three or four blocks away, um, you come across a traffic jam, and the uh, the driver is uh, he looks well in both cases in both cabs looks a little bit despondent. It's like, oh, it's. Uh, Looks like they've got a problem up ahead. We're not the too far from the uh, from the hotel. Um, whether, if you wanted to get out and walk, I wouldn't I wouldn't be disappointed. Um, or if you wanted to, to ride it out all the way, it might might take a few minutes. Depends on what's what's happened up ahead. It's, uh, it seems like both drivers are uh, leaning up, uh, leaning forward, and trying to get an idea of what's happened. And you can you can hear there's definitely a bit of a commotion in the um, in the crowd. It seems like there is a bit of a crowd actually drawing in on something up in the road ahead of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay my my taxi guy, and mm -hmm. uh, thank him and get out of the car. Um, okay. And I'm gonna walk right up to the other the the, the car with Gerhard in it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, be like, oh, you want to just walk? Yeah, that sounds good. And get out. Mm -hmm. I'll thank be you. following up. I would okay. have been in the, the taxi with Gerhard, so I'll get out as well. Yeah. Look And Connor? Yeah, I'll, I'll follow behind. Okay. Just in the back of everybody. Just yeah, kind of idling along, keeping an eye out. The scene that you come to that's evidently blocked the road, uh, blocked the road and stopped traffic on both sides, at least moving up and down the road, Looks like a hit and um, well, not hit and run, but definitely someone's been hit. Um, there's a what's left of a man, um, looks Caucasian, uh, pith helmet, and then otherwise just what was a nice linen suit that is now just red. Um, looks like he walked, uh, ran out into the street and got uh, a wonderful face first meeting with a truck. Uh, the truck's still there, but say so what's left of him is smeared over the ground. It doesn't require a spot hidden roll, but he's holding a gold crown in one hand. Or what's left of one hand. I'm gonna um ooh. 
does it look like a cobra crown or just a a piece of jewelry crown? Well, first off, can I have a another party luck roll? Oh, oh come on, Doc. Oh my. There, there's, oh, so there's no way I can possibly help this guy. Maybe I could resurrect him. <laughs> Although there's probably enough here if you scooped him up. Yeah. So if I was, it would just be a gurgling. Oh my gosh. So it's better than 98. It's a 97. I am going. Oh my God. Right. Okay. Um, in which case, yeah, there's kind of bits of him that are left. You'd, you'd have to scrape him off the front of the truck and then you'd have to uh, really scoop him up and uh, shovel him up from the, uh, from the road and try and find all the other bits that are, miss uh, that are missing. Um, but that, crown that he's holding looks like it's a series of coiled and wrapped snakes yeah, in gold. Uh, this is too easy. So the, one of the other problems though that is uh, immediately apparent is that there is a now that you've seen their uniforms, a police officer, a traffic officer coming forward who is backing everyone away from the body and he goes over picks up the crown uh, puts one arm, uh, puts one hand through it, and he's got a wearing it on, uh, kind of on one arm, and then he's starting to look over uh, the rest of the body, and look around. Can anyone give me an idea of what what happened here? Anyone? I, and he starts to be asking let's, the crowd. Let's walk over. Hmm? That man took my crown. <laughs> and I'll rush over and kneel I, next I, to the body. I'm a doctor. They want to get the ambulance. Come with me. Come with me. Give me a roll. <laughs> 53. Uh, just on an uh, extreme. So weird. I rolled like, one off the last one I rolled. Again, funnily enough, he uh, he bends to your will. <laughs> and he, yeah, he comes. He's not like a the, zombie, but he definitely follows yeah, you. For the quickest building that's around, a shop yeah. or anything. Okay. I'm following yep. Gerhard. I'm backing him up. Okay, so he, the the police officer is going uh, going off still with the crown over over one arm. Uh, the doctor then, uh, you're kneeling over and having a look at the body, and you notice there are a couple of bits of well, looks like paper that are kind of sticking out or in some cases stuck to the bloody uh, the bloody yeah. suit. What's this? Uh, the first there's a few of these, so <laughs> I've got a few handouts for you. Oh, um, the first the first couple are business cards. Uh, the first one looks like this. Vatsala Kumtekar, Museum Creator, Museum of India. Uh, Chi Road, Calcutta, India. Hmm. Yep. So the road that you are currently on and having passed the museum as you're coming up this way. All righty. I'll uh, pocket that. All right. And the next one. Regional Asquith. Museum creator, the British Museum. Hmm. Great Russell Street, London, WC1B. Okay. And then stuck to the back of that, there's a matchbook. Which oh. it's open, so you can see obviously where it's from and also the numbers 217. 217. At the Fairlawn Hotel. The Fairlawn. Oh, that's a hmm. This is fast. It's one of the names of the hotels that came up on your list, but nowhere near as good as the other the other two that were previously okay. mentioned. Well, I'll uh, I'll just sort of just collect that, and and I'll just continue sort of 
mimicking like I'm trying to see if I can help the guy and uh <laughs> yeah he kind of squelches a bit as you try and perform CPR and then the last thing is that he has a what looks to be uh, maybe a doily or a napkin that's embroidered well, not embroidered but uh, definitely stamped with that on the corner oh, lovely Woolwich tea room hmm very interesting. Well, I'll, I'll uh, okay, all right. So I'll, I'll just sort of, yeah, there's nothing really I can do for this man. Is there a coroner on the way? I call out to the, to the, well, uh, the, the cop who was here, uh, the first cop on the scene is now somewhat um, distracted. So um, we'll cut over to Magnus and Gerhardt that are leading him away. Is there a building close? Any shop? Anything like that within? Oh yeah, there's there's definitely a, there's definitely buildings. I mean, there's a few alleyways around here as well. Um, if you're moving away from the crowd, um, this is going to be an important timing issue. So, Magnus and Gerhardt, is anyone else with you? I'm I'm over by the doctor. I am busy looking at the pieces of the body, wondering if there's enough of it left to consume likeness? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, yeah. If you, were to get, if you were to get the main meat that's left there, then yes, you could, you could gobble that down. This guy was. Hmm. Yeah, it, it would be a little bit, there may be some grit in there, there may be some uh, kind of oil and uh, other horrible, aromas and aftertaste, but yeah, you think there's enough to gobble. On that note, uh, in which case then it looks like it's Magnus and Gerhardt then that are leading the cop away and going away from the main scene. This doesn't require a roll because you can, um, because it's something that just scanning the area, it doesn't stand out like a sore thumb, but it's something that would draw attention without uh, without being a spot hidden. On the other side of the traffic jam, there's, as mentioned, the traffic that's coming towards you is stopped, and any traffic that would have been going the other way has long since departed. Apart from one car, and you can see a few people going over towards it, um, they look kind of like what you would associate as like stereotypical heavies um they look like paid muscle right one of them opens the door and you see the face of rose Meadham on the other side of the door as she looks towards the crowd with an evident degree of disdain and then the heavy gets in the car with her okay so we know rose is in town well, yeah, you, you see her in the car. Yeah. Are you doing anything at that point, or are you letting them drive away? Because that's what they're going to do. Uh, Gerhard, I mean, we've got the crown. It's not, but we can't, we can't, uh, we can't kill her in public. Yeah, I know. She wants uh, the crown. Did she, she look I... like she knows that we're here? Or it's, I, as far as I know, it's only me and Gerhard who's seen it. Is that correct? Yeah, it's only yeah. those that have moved away from the kind of the the kind of the eye of the storm, as it were, that because right. you're on the periphery, you get to see her on the other side. 
Now, is it one of those situations where we locked eyes or we just... No, you, th you think that she wasn't looking at you. She was looking, if anything, you think she was looking towards the, act the guy that would be down on the ground. She's oh, pissed okay. that that guy is dead. Right, so she's definitely at that point they would have seen the Doc, Connor and Gilly. Um, oh, no, there's, there's so many people around. She's just oh, looking right. in that general direction. Magnus, almost yeah. Eye... Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm? I say, Magnus, keep an eye on the car. And I, I walk this guy into the alleyway. Constable, you're not looking too well. Lean on this, and I and I put the cane in his hand. Lean against the wall and lean on this. Keep yourself up. And I'm talking to him in Hindi. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, uh -huh. he's looking confused. I was I was over by the. Uh... By, a, by an accident, and, the and then and now I'm I here. I kind of spin the story over by the car, but you got hit. The guy got hurt. He's dead. But until he collapses, then I pick up my cane and I pick up my mm -hmm. the crown. I put the crown in the. I hand the crown to Magnus. I don't want cool. the muscle should hold that. Okay. Well, this guy oh, does actually have this guy does have stats, so I can give you exactly how many magic points you leech out of him. I'm gonna put the crown on my head. <laughs> And then oh, put the hat over the top of my head. Yeah, I think it's too big. Yeah, you it's might not too big. The pictures we've seen it sticks up like this. Yeah, I've got this. Yeah, it's my head sort of sitting like this. But very tall fedora. Okay, you 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 can grab the cane as he, you well, grab the cane. That's not a good idea. You can grab the crown as he goes down because he take he's only got eight magic points, so it doesn't take that long to uh, that long to drain him. And in his in his confused state, having been dominated to get uh, to get the hell out. He goes down like a sack of potatoes. Um, you do notice that his uniform isn't exactly um, particularly well kept. He's got some like, cigarette stains and food stains on his otherwise uh, white uniform. But yep, he goes down and Magnus gets the crown. Um, Magnus can give me your choice of a praise or Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, that's going to be Cthulhu Mythos. <laughs> Um, that'll be a, a pass. Okay. I'm happy to spend luck if I did more. No, no, you, you are pretty sure that the Cobra Crown ain't made of porcelain. Okay, I'll just crush it. It's okay, a yeah, fake. <laughs> it's a fucking fake. I, I look at him and I'm like, I want to go over there and rip her out of that fucking car. But we, there's too many witnesses. Look, we, at least we know she's here. Hey, I... I when we were back in uh, that last, when we were back back in the uh, the, the, the um, jungle and stuff, you seemed to know exactly where our stuff was. Do you reckon you could try that again? Um, whatever whatever you did, and see if we could track down the the real crown. I mean, I could try. Give it a whirl. Insane direction sense work on that. That I'm going to ask for a roll for because you you only know of it. You don't have okay. that same kind of intimate connection to it. That's exactly what I didn't think I could do it if I didn't touch the item first. Mm -hmm. I yeah. sure. uh, what am I rolling on? Again, ironically sorry. enough, pow. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, sweet, we've got it, guys. <laughs> Ooh, ninety-two. Jeez. That's so only a hard. hard, only a hard success. Okay. Um, you are fairly sure that you have. You have at least a degree that you know it's in a rough kind of direction. It's not like a laser-focused line that's taking you in a single direction. It's kind of an area of effect. But My the thing that strikes okay. also the thing that strikes you, it's not pointing towards the museum. That was going to be my question. Get and 
I'm trying to wave Odd and the group over if they can. Oh, I'm going to tell Dr. Valens, get the scoop up this body. Donna's like, uh, uh, <laughs> under what, under like what pretense? people it's, around. It's, you're a doctor. It's purely, completely dead. His, his head starts here and ends over there. I start signing to anybody in the group that can read sign language if they can see it. It's only me. Rose, <laughs> Nino. Mm-hmm. Do, do we yeah, have a would... chance to see? Oh uh, yeah, you can see this. You can see this kind of white pair of hands going above the uh, the rest of the crowd, and oh, Magnus yeah. can see. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, it looks like Gerhardt, and he's saying Rose Meaden. Well, I I know it's Rose. Like I'm right next to. <laughs> oh yeah, of course you are. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna, you're this... telling you something you don't already know. <laughs> closed. Hotel. I can't read what he's saying. Let's go see what he wants. Doctor, leave the body alone. It's You're just... right. I, there's nothing I can do for him, Connor. I, there's, I, I have no pretense to, to, to move the body here. Well, then there's like 5,000 people around, too. So you, you have quite a crowd. <laughs> I, I, I make it through. As we're going through the crowd, I'm, I, uh, I'm telling quickly to Connor and uh, Gilly uh, of what I found on, on the body. Oh. Well, let's see. Uh, Magnus and, 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 and uh, Gerhard should have uh, the crown. This makes it way easier than we ever imagined. And, and I'm I see the broken close. crown on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when, you get, when, when you get over there, there are lots of golden shards of something all over the floor. Are you effing kidding me magnus you broke the damn crown it's made of porcelain it's fake Rose Meadum is in that car i told you guys don't learn fucking sign language she's a girl still there uh you can see you can see a car driving away heading north up the the i gerhardt come with me i need you to get me a car i could blast it with something right now but it'll take out half no let's go i'm running after the the car oh my god all right i'm still a thousand people on the street the car can't be going that fast and in, in the is it going fast or is it just going like 15 miles an hour or 10 miles an hour well the one advantage it has is that it's going in the direction where there is no traffic ahead of it because it's all long gone following the accident so there's i mean there's cars which are not bumper to bumper going the other way but it's got a clear run straight ahead so it's getting up to 15 20 miles an hour at this point uh, don't let us see you Hypothetically speaking, if I were to you cast something that's instantaneous and invisible at the car, would it look like it just hit something or it had a malfunction? Um, uh, is this one of the uh, new things you've learned? Yeah, uh, Fist of Yagsathoth. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd basically you'd punch the car and it would look as if something invisible hit it. So I go like that. And I want to, and I'll spend, I'll spend five magic points. Okay. Uh, first of all, give me a hard power roll because it's the first time you've cast it. Oh, shit. Fourteen. Okay, so that definitely is a success on uh, on casting. So at that uh, point, so it creates a massive invisible force to hit a single target. You can definitely see it. 
Yep, roll it. Ten and a ten. Thank God it wasn't for the a three and a one. So it's twenty-four. Thirty-two. Uh, eight and a nine. Somebody added up. That sounds like <laughs> twenty-nine, thirty-seven. A ten and a four. Fifty-one now. A nine and a nine. Sixty-nine. Jesus Christ. Jeez. Okay. Like, is there anything left of the car? Sixty-nine, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Right. So that's the equivalent strength that you're hitting it with. But bear in okay. mind that this is a car that you're hitting. Mm -hmm. um, also, for every thirty feet of distance that it's got, after the first thirty feet, you spend an additional magic point. So right. they are a good distance away. You're going to have to spend an additional four magic points to be able to hit them at that range. So that's nine in total. Mm -hmm. We're going to be back right. to 150. And then you make an opposed roll using the spell strength versus the target's con. And that's going to be against the con of a car. I'm going to put that just as a nice round figure at 100 because it makes the maths easier. So if you want to roll... 14 again. I rolled 86, so that is just a regular success for me. So that's going to be under 69. 69 divided by 5. Do you want to spend any luck? Because you are one point away from getting that as an extreme. Alright. Right. What the rest of you see then is that this car is driving, is driving away, pulling away at a moderate speed. It's about got 20 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden, the back end just uh, gets kicked out as if like a truck hit the back of it. Um, the wheels buckle and it jackknifes and smashes into the uh, smashes into the curb. Jesus Christ! I look back at you. I, it might be a good time to mention. I think Naira left the type is working with her now because I let him go, and then I start running towards the car. Okay, so Connor's okay, running. So the doctor's off. running. Gerhardt's running, Magnus is running, Odd's looking a bit, whoa? Ah, uh, yeah. I'll make my way over there, but rather slowly through the crowd. Okay, Gerhardt, what was that that you said? <laughs> uh, I released Nyarlathotep, and he wanted to play with Rose. All right. I'm, pro I'm, I'm probably not running. I'm probably sticking a bit with Oddy just to mm -hmm. keep him safe so he's got some muscle. Okay. Um, you can see the heavies are kind of getting out of the car, uh, kind of a bit shaken. Um, Rose doesn't get out; she remains in the back seat. And then they're going over to the back of the car to check the wheels and wondering what the hell happened to our vehicle. Uh, having a good look at them as you approach, yeah, their shadows aren't exactly normal. And. I think Connor is the first one that declared he was running, so and then followed by the doc. So Connor arrives first. What do I'm you do? Just, I'm in I'm in a disguise, right? So I don't mm -hmm. look like Connor that she's ever yeah, seen. Yeah, they won't like, they won't recognize you. I'm like, are you? I'm like, oh, I saw the accident. Is everything okay here? Yeah. Well, the the driver heavy turns uh, turns around to you and says, uh, with honestly, actually, a perplexed look on his face. I think so. I think another vehicle must have clipped us, but don't know where or where it came from or where it's gone. 
yeah, you can see the other heavies on the other side of the car. So you've got the one that's near you, one that's on the other side, and then Rose still in the back seat. As you're that close, give me a spot hidden roll. 42, that's a success. Okay. Rose isn't alone on the back seat. I mean, she's, she's, on a, she's by herself. I mean, there's no one else sat there. But there's something on the seat next to her. It's about yay wide. A cubic. The top would open up like that. You've seen one of these before. You blew up a large portion of Borneo with it. And she's got her hand on the... Um, she's got her hand resting inside the, uh, the inner part of the lid as if she's got her finger on the trigger. What do you do? Well, I'm jeez. <laughs> Looking a bit I'm gonna, stunned by the look of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, Audi far enough back that if just, <laughs> just no, for clarification, if Connor turns around, you see Gerhard running like this again. I like, oh, I, no. I, okay, Ger Gerhard. I like, I put my hand up, and I said, and I'll just say like, "Hey, whoa, can we talk about? Can we talk about things before you blast us all the kingdom come?" I skid to a stop. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Doctor and uh, Magnus in close proximity behind you. And then Oddie seeing them. They, you can see from the distance that, yeah, they've kind of run up to the car and suddenly stopped. And that, yeah, as, as you're all in close proximity now, that having a look around wondering why is, Ma uh, why is Connor just called a halt? Yeah, you can see a familiar shaped box in the back seat with her. I'm going to start backing away. Mm-hmm. Back to Oddie. What is it? It's the heart, the the bomb thing, the 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 one that we had back in in Borneo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point in backing away. It's been back away for ten miles. I'm like, are you insane? Who are you saying that to? Just to Rose, like. I'm not addressing the driver at this point. Okay. Um, in which case, she actually turns, kind of looks out of the window, still keeping her hand on the box. Uh, turns around and looks at you with this uh, raised eyebrow. Sorry, have we have we met? Well, not exactly, but I know what that is. Oh, what what might that be? Well, it's something that's going to kill you and me and everybody else. Oh, she, she actually looks a little surprised that you, you know of it. All right, you, you, you have me at a disadvantage then. Who might you be? Look, I, uh, I'm a... Look, I'm a... I'm, I'm a defector. From? Well, from, from Yig, of course. I've seen the truth. I Look... Ah, okay. Your choice, fast talk or persuade? They're both really bad. <laughs> How about intimidate? <laughs> that's that's going to be very counterproductive right now. 
I don't know. 95. I don't have enough luck oh. to spend to even make that a pass. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, she, she just nods and says, okay. I'll give you a give you a free tip. You probably want to get out of town because I'm imagining that one of your uh, former overlords is here. You want to get out before this gets messy. Maybe once you've got out of town, maybe we can meet up and discuss uh, what sides or what side you want to defect to and whether you see the light or the dark. I'm stealing glances like what is everybody else? Can I <laughs> while this is going on and there's still people around there's a crowd right? Yeah it's, this is one of the busiest thoroughfares in the city Can I pretend to just be somebody in the crowd just all the other people because they've had an accident now mm -hmm. um, and just come wandering over to the opposite side of the car where you know if rose is sitting there and she's got her hand on the box mm -hmm. um so i'm like over by the other window okay yeah you can get around there okay. uh, the one thing that does set you apart from everyone else here is your attire as well as um because i'm european well yeah yeah because everyone here is wearing fairly normal basic uh traditional dress so there's lots of baggy clothing, lots of fairly light clothing as well. Um, yeah, plaid is uh, a little different to everyone else around here. So, oh, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, as long as I and I'm moving so, so that she doesn't notice me. Okay, um, I'll give you a stealth check with a bonus die because she is uh, kind of distracted by Connor at the minute, Let's and. See. The one thing, Mitty, that she is looking towards Connor. Behind Connor were the Doc, Magnus, and Gerhardt. Now, Magnus said he was pulling back. Where's the Doc and where's Magnus? Uh, where's um, Gerhardt? I was following Gerhardt as he charged, as she moved forward. I okay. backed up to where Oddie was, so I'm probably following Oddie around this um, around the side. Okay. So Gerhardt is the missing link. Right, I'm coming right up to the behind Connor, and I'm like, hey, Rose. <laughs> like, she is definitely going to be distracted then, and will obviously recognize you. Um, how good did Odd do on stealth? I got an eight. Which is a, which yeah, is a you, hard. You, are, you could be right up against the window, breathing on it, and she wouldn't <laughs> notice. Well, what I'm going... This is what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to reach through the window and get the edge of the, ha the half-to-ring uh, box, and pull it away from her hand so that her hand's not touching it and then hit hit my box and transport me in the box back to the uh, yeah. back to the ship and I'm gonna talk to her at this point I've <laughs> got my hand on his on on uh, Audie's shoulder why <laughs> I don't need you. because he's Actually, no, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try that I might just the hand might just go <laughs> Con considering that you got an extreme, you do it. I'm gone. So the box is gone. Right. Uh, that's one magic point and one sanity point then for the short hop. But yet you find yourself back with Gabe at the ship. And yeah, you have a you have a fully functioning hafterang device. 
as you have seen one of these before, you can give me your choice of mechanical repair or electrical repair and see that there may be something different about it. Got a 30 out of 81, so that is a hard. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Unlike uh, the good doctor's uh, intimidating countdown that he's putting in the messages at the minute. Um, no, it is not ticking. But you do notice the timer is slightly different. This doesn't give a countdown in hours. This gives a countdown in minutes. So this is a much shorter fuse on this one. But it's also cranked up to uh, currently the uh, the 10 mile radius. So this is set to maximum devastation if it was to go off. Right. Um, thinking, Gabe, we could take a little trip out into the middle of the Indian Ocean and dump this. Okay, Gabe, Gabe's looking at it. One, uh, so I've heard of these things. Um, we could dispose of it, or I'd, I'd actually quite like to keep it. This is quite a nice bargaining chip if we if we needed it. Yeah, well, maybe it's a good idea. Let me store it in here, but I need to make sure it's uh, it's not uh, easily triggered accidentally. No, 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 trust me. No one's getting no one's getting near this because if they get near this, I'm probably dead. So. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather stop people from getting near this. All right, so that's that. I'll I'll secure it so that it can't be activated, and then I got to find my way back to the. I'll go find another t uh, taxi and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll take you a little while, but yeah, it's, hopefully it's they'll all realize what I did. So, <laughs> well, all when right. you just pop out of existence, yeah. Right, and Rose especially as she uh, now has Gerhardt coming forward saying, "Hi." Yeah, she even pulls her hand almost without knowing away from the box. You! Um, press it, because then we're all dead. But wait, maybe you're going to resurrect again to one of those hideous clones, or I don't know. But No, no, no what, and she turns around to look at it and then just turns the air blue in the car, <laughs> going, it was here! Yeah, it was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull the, my lightning pistol at this point, and kind of press it up against her bodyguard. That's the driver. Okay. Yeah. Just in case he tries anything, and just be like, "No." So that little chat we we're talking about having. Yeah, I think we should have that sooner than later. Don't you think, Gerhard? Yes. Okay. Do you want to um, get in the car? We probably want to have this discussion in at least a relative degree of. Privacy. Yeah, I'm gonna like drive or like get out. <laughs> well, he, he, you're the one. He's the one that you've got the um, yeah. gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he moves away from the car. Uh, both of you to the two heavies. Mm -hmm. What hit the car was me. And if you don't start walking and forget this ever happened, I will find you. I will find your children. I will find your children's children. Jesus. Walk. And I get into the car. Okay, they, they look at Rose and Rose just nods. And they they start to back off. Slowly, but they start backing off. If that's the case, when I see them look at Rose, I'm going to cast that invisible one into one of them. Just the smallest one I could do. Because they didn't listen to me. 
Okay. Um, in which case, how you just spend one magic point. So right. you give um, give me a opposed because it is that strength that you invest in it. Into... Right. But either way, it's still even if they don't take damage, it still sends them flying backwards. Yeah. If if you pass the roll. Oh, okay. So then I'll put two points in. Okay. So that's two d ten. Ah, four d ten. Oh yeah, because yeah, it's two d ten per magic point. So five, eight total, eight, nine, 12, 12, 12, 17. Okay, so make a roll against the 17 strength that you've invested in it. Uh, 17 exactly. Okay, the, there is a punch that definitely it hits them mm -hmm. and they stagger back, but they got at least the one that you targeted it's got half one, on his one. I can only do one target. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that the guy that you hit, he rolled a hard on his con check, so feels the push but doesn't get thrown back. But I play it off like that's a tap. Don't make me hit you. Yeah, he, he nods knowingly and does back off. Um, was it two points? I said. Yeah. All right. Right, and these. Otherwise, then she is looking at the uh, the four of you that are remaining. By the car. Get in. As you've got four, pretty much four seats. You've got two in the front and two in the back. But uh, say Rose has taken up one of the back seats. So who is in the back with her and who's in the front? I am driving. I want to be in the back. I'll be next to Connor. Is there a rumble seat? In the back, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. I'll go there. <laughs> So yeah, you're pulling the one down at the uh, in the back and climbing into the boot, effectively. Rose, how, right. how, how are your dreams? Dreams? Nights. Um, and I reach up and I break the mirror off of the, mm -hmm. the thing. And I, and I start moving the mirror around to see yeah, if Nyarlathotep is with her. No, you can't see anything. Just the, just you. I throw it out the window. Can I try no, not me, on her. If, if it's on her. Yeah, you, you have a look, both of you, with, uh, say, your uh, Magnus with his broken shard, uh, Gerhardt ripping the wing mirror off. You can't see anything that's lingering around her at the minute. <laughs> I laugh. She's clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's looking perplexed at you, to say the least. I'm, I, I'd envisioned that eventually that you guys would turn up, but... I was thinking under much different circumstances because I was hoping to put a proposition to you. Oh, but now that? my... Um... Well, let's go to Mo. <laughs> Funnily enough, that's probably where I was going to be heading next. At least getting the hell out of here after I realised that uh, it seems like perhaps your lead on the Cobra Crown wasn't as good as you thought it was. It seems like the rumours that came out of this... Uh, forsaken hellhole were that a couple of uh, would-be treasure hunters had found it and were selling it on the um, on the uh, what I think you call the black market well it seems like at least the uh, the one of them that met with me and tried to give me a fake one was either a very poor treasure hunter or was trying to sell deliberately sell me a fake either way I'm losing patience that there is actually any solid lead about this crown in this in this town at all 
you want to take out Needham, don't you? Yes, which is so, why I brought along a little tool that I was going to offer you to, well, get, to get rid of him with. But then it just decides to leave. Yes, things, things happen like that around us. Let's head back to the hotel and meet up with Adi and we could all talk. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think you should help us kill Needham, your dad. Mm. Well, if I knew where it was, I, <laughs> I would do something. Yeah blowing up this whole city to kill him. We're going to torture him and make oh, him that, pay. That thing would have only uh, taken up... You know, you, you can set the dials on that thing to do a very limited explosion if you wanted. That would have taken out a block, maybe? Rose, Rose, Rose. And I put my finger to her lips to make her quiet. And I say, listen, like I said, we're going to meet Adi and we're going to talk. Now let's enjoy the quiet. And I sit back in my chair and I have my staff and it's resting on my legs and her lap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So after 30 seconds, she, you can see her become more uncomfortable and she looks down at that thing and looks, looks very pointed at you. I'm sorry. We're just leveling the playing field here for a little while. Yeah, her eyes I'm narrow. Not no, I can hurt you and I'm not, or he can really hurt you, or this one can eat you. So I think we're, I'm not even threatening you. I'm just being fucking honest right now. We're going back to the hotel. We're meeting Adi and we're going to kill Mr. Needham and his pet. And you're helping. And I know you want it as much as we do. And I put my hand out like a genuine, and I see, extend my hand to her if she shakes it or not. No, she just looks at you very pointedly. Nothing on my sleeve. Hmm. Yeah, she quite pointedly folds her arms in front of her. Um, one thing that you can notice, actually, um, all of you now that you're up, up that up close and personal with her, that she has a strap which is running. You can see where her... She's kind of wearing almost a bit like a blazer or a jacket that you can see it's running underneath her jacket. And underneath one side, tucked up against her hip, there is a, looks to be like a leather satchel that's kind of actually about the same, same kind of size that Gerhardt would have and carry a book around in. It's about that kind of size. Anyway, you arrive at the, uh, the Grand Hotel fairly, uh, fairly swiftly. And as you do so, as you're pulling up, there's a crash from up above and you can see a guy jump out from a window and then jump down a fire escape. Um, he's evidently, uh, just answering a message now. Um, he is evidently uh, local, well he's of say of Indian descent, uh, dressed fairly, fairly poshly actually. I mean, he's in a shirt, uh, trousers, so on. And he is, seems to be running as soon as he hits the deck. He's like a jackrabbit. He just shoots right across the road without any care that, you're, uh, that there's traffic. And probably uh, Connor has to put this foot on the brake to avoid hitting him. And he just runs across the street. Um, can I, can I like, jump out of the car and, and hoon after him? You certainly can, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, going to go after him. Okay, this is going to be the start of a chase. So if you want to give me a con roll, 
Jo. Um, that is uh, 18, extreme. Okay, your speed goes up by one. So what is your speed? My move rate is nine, so it goes to 10. I think there's not even a chase. I think you catch him outright. Uh, yeah. Right, he, you bundle straight out the car and dive across traffic, uh, pretty much doing exactly what he's doing. And at that point, you, you get him because he's, uh, he's not faster than you. He's got a maximum speed nine. Cool. So, yeah, um, you, you bundle him to the ground. Um, and behind you, you can hear that there are other people climbing out of that window and following exactly where he was going, or basically following the same route. I'm picking him up, and then I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm going to run off with him, and I want to get him, get him away from here as, as quick as possible, away from the people chasing him. Gotcha. Okay, you descend into the crowd then, and you, yeah. are, you are lost amongst, uh, as far as the others are concerned, you're lost amongst the crowd. Uh, Rose looks uh, from inside the car, looks at the two guys that are coming out of the window and coming down the fire escape and then starting to go across the road. And just, you see her guys shake her head. You just can't get good staff these days. Those your your guys? Yeah. One of the, uh, was, the treasure hunters? Yeah, he's the other one. Oh, I was hoping that someone would track him down and it looks like he moved hotel. Uh, Let's sure go get Magnus. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. gone. You, you, you're not going to be able to find me. <laughs> well, someone in the car might. Oh, true. Yeah, if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. But you've got Rose and stuff. You might as well just... Mm -hmm. I'm not taking my eyes off her to... Yeah, take, take her in and <laughs> deal with yeah, all the other I, stuff. This whole time from the rumble seat in the back, I've had the Snazer rifle pointed center mass right <laughs> through the back of her seat. Okay. No problem. So you you head inside. Uh, between it seems like between you, cutting a fairly what could be an arduous set of rolls back and forth regarding a chase, because you're so damn quick. I'm just going to say that Magnus and the other guy with you, who finally you get um, who gets a word in edgeways, introduces himself as uh, Vic. Ma uh, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation of this. Uh, Vic Matji. Okay. Yeah, he. He expresses his thanks, uh, saying, "Well, thank you for getting me away from uh, from those guys." But who are you? Oh, that's not important. What is important is now. I'm, I'm guessing you're running away from those fellas because you know something about this crown. Yeah. Well, are you after the crown as well? Well, listen. I know that you and your friends have been peddling fakes. He kind of very, very shiftily shuffles his feet and tries to avoid eye contact. You, um, you might say that, but I, um, I couldn't possibly comment. I'm going to push him up against the wall and huh? punch right next to his head so that my fist goes through us like through some of the stone. And then I'm just going to, I'm going to ask again. You've been peddling fakes. Where's the real one? Um, still in the temple. Where's That's the, the temple? Problem. He points in a direction that vaguely might correspond with where Gerhardt was looking earlier. We, 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 couldn't, we couldn't get it, but we, we made a deal to sell it, and then she turned up to, to, to buy it, and we, we had to do something. She, she, she took her fucking fingers! And he holds up his, uh, oh, his hand, and one finger is missing. 
Why couldn't you get it? What was stopping you from getting it out of the temple? It's in a, it's in a temple. The place is... It's, there's lots of people in there. and It's just... It's, it's guarded. I, yeah. All right. Um, uh, I'm going to go over to, like... Um, I, would I possibly have a map of Calcutta or something? Like, would have Oddy given mm -hmm. us, like... Yeah, I'm going to lay it out and get him to, like, actually point it out on the map where the temple is. Yeah, he, he does point the location of it. And this, yeah, this takes you a few minutes uh, to, go, to go and go. But he says, yeah, it, it's here. All right. All right, you Scarper, stay out of sight. Um, and I'm going to, I'll let him go. And I'm going to head off um, to he scout the temple. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you want to meet up with everyone? Because um, the others, guys, you left them outside the hotel. I'm going to let them deal with Rose. I'm, I'm not going to go into the temple, but I'm going to scout it out and see what this guy was talking about. Okay. Right. Um, well, you can head there. Definitely. This is going to... Actually, this is quite nice that it wraps up the, uh, the timing here. Then. So, this place is pretty big. It's a definitely a religious sect. This is a place of worship. Um, getting in from... A Westerner perspective you think is going to be fairly tough. Um, this looks like a very much like a local affair. Mm. Um, but you can do a good scout around the place. There's no immediate sign as to say where, where it might be, but you get an idea of the entrances, the exits to the place. We can go into a bit, bit more detail next time. I'm just conscious of the, uh, the clock sure. ticking here. But if you're happy with that, you can say that definitely you've got a lay of the land and you know the entrances and the exits to the place. So you've, at least, you've cased the joint. Cool, perfect. Where are you going after that? Um, what time is it by the time I've done that? Is it getting close to night? It's probably about mid-afternoon. Mid okay. Um, yeah, I'll probably, once I've kind of made, like, as you said, entrance and exit, see if there's any guards or anything like that, an idea of the layout, I'll make my way back to the hotel. Okay. And about that time then, because Odds had to get himself another taxi, uh, to get across town, um, you are arriving at the hotel at the same time Odd is. It's uh, at least forty-five minutes behind everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's he's had a he's had a chase out into the middle of uh, say through a crowd and down side streets, intimidated the shit out of a guy quite literally, and then being across town, uh, being across to go to the uh, the temple and come back again. You will arrive, say at the hotel at the same time. What, what are you following me? <laughs> nah, yeah. I uh, went and did some uh, recon, um, possible location of where the uh, where the crown is. Mm. Well, that's cool. Um, so what happened uh, with uh, uh, I? I got the haftering device back to the uh, yeah. the ship. Good call on that. That that uh, that was pretty good. Uh, pretty much, we all got in the car. Gerhard tried to convince um, Rose to to help oh. us kill Joshua. Oh, you talked. She's to sort of. She seems on the offense on about it, but apparently she was going to give us the half-drawing device to do it. Like, that was her plan. Well, I wouldn't believe a thing that she says. She's here to take over the world and destroy us all. I agree. I agree. But, um, yeah, they're, in, they're inside the hotel, so let's, let's go in and... Uh... They've got Rose Meadham in there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that Dick Gerhardt's there, because apparently he's got all kinds of magic powers now. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go inside. 
Now, speaking of being inside the hotel, uh, there's the three of you and her. What are you do? Are you waiting around in the lobby, or are you? What are you doing? Uh, go to the room. At least I want to bring her up there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so room. this. When you say the room, um, presumably you're talking about the treasure hunter's room. Oh, she we doesn't can have just we... get a room. Here's money. Give us a room for now. Oh, okay, right. You've... <laughs> that, that, this is not that kind of establishment, sir. But uh, yeah, you can you can certainly get a, get a room for an eva for a night. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I d there's going to be two Westerners coming in. You can't miss them. They stick out like a sore thumb. Send them up to the room. Okay. Right. In which case, then, a um, couple of bit of time passes, and then finally, you arrive in the lo you arrive in the lobby, Odd and Magnus, and you are directed uh, upstairs as being the two Westerners uh, that are that are arriving. Except, asked, oh, sorry. Oh, go on. I was going to ask Rose if she wants anything to eat, a small child or... Uh... <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, she she, did, uh, she politely declined and says, no, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll wait. Okay. You, you're only on the um, first floor, so you're very close to the stairway that leads down to the lobby. And so you are as the uh, two Westerners coming through the front door. Uh, the receptionist kind of gestures, uh, gestures you over. Says, oh, um, sirs, you, uh, I have instructions to, uh, to ask if you, are you with a party of, uh, yes. other party of three? Yes. Oh, okay. I just, they're just upstairs in, uh, in room 103. And Thank then there's, a, there's another lady next to her, uh, at the counter that says, well, you, you, you may have jumped the gun. There's another two. And she points towards, uh, two Westerners coming through the front door. Um, well, there's a, there's a small group of them, actually. But the first thing that hits you is just this booming, YOU! As you then uh, hear from calling from the door, as Joshua Meadham is stood there with Canning by his side and two other Caduceus employees next to them. The last and thing we... I do is pop the cork off my thing and I'm down in that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes! And we will leave it there with the proverbial about to hit the fan for tonight. <laughs> oh boy, what did I get myself into? This is amazing. <laughs> Our players included Stuart Lively, Jason Melanchuk, Morgan Llewellyn, Zane Fleming, and myself, with Matthew Sanderson as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from. Podbean or iTunes. The cost involved with the short provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.